Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 97 of Geek Out Nerd Rage. I'm joined this week uh, by three really, really good people and good friends. Uh, the wonderful Mint Cup. Hello. Curb Stompers. Hey, what's up? And Frozen True Ally. Hi, that's me. Um, you may know them from various channels and various streams. They are all amazing people that I've gotten to know through the Twitch community. Um, and they're all moderators in different channels that I've been hanging out with and in, in uh, for quite some time. Um, and that's the reason that I asked them on this week. Um, I really wanted to talk about what it was like being a moderator for different channels, what we thought about being a moderator on Twitch in general. Um, and we've heard a lot about what it's like being a streamer on Twitch, but I wanted to get the perspective from them about being a moderator for these channels as well. So thank you everyone for joining. I, I really, really appreciate it. No problem. <laughs> um, so <laughs> first off, I just wanted to try and get uh, the backgrounds for all of you in terms of, you know, how you got involved with Twitch, what the first channels that you were really active in were and kind of the first channels that you can remember becoming a moderator in. So I started on Twitch in 2012, I believe. Uh, I kind of came over with League of Legends people that came over with uh, when uh, TSM transferred over from own TV. Uh, and I stayed with League of Legends for a while, moved over to... Uh, uh, I saw Twitch uh, go on Facebook, not even tweet about Lethal Frag in his two-year challenge somewhere around March or April. And, uh, oh, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, so I, uh, I looked up him, started watching him, and got kind of into the variety stream at that point. Uh, I was pretty active in Frag's chat for a while, and then also in uh, Dan's gaming chat uh, for a bit. Uh, they were respectively my number one and number two subs at the time. Um, then uh, I found speedrunning, which is kind of where I reside at this point in August with Siglemic. Uh He was doing like a month of Mario type thing. And then from him, it kind of branched out to the larger uh speedrunners and then i found smaller ones from hurricane sandy on that year uh and um the first channel that i received mod in was pd boo i was very active in his chat in uh that fall of 2012 i think no 2013, I guess, actually, at that point. Um, and uh, he gave me mod. And then I just kind of branched out from there to find other channels from uh, Cloak Yoshi, Fi Fi, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, basically getting mod from just kind of being there for a really fucking long time. <laughs> just being an established being, person in the community. Yeah, it was just kind of being there. <laughs> so that's my uh background. you've been here so long i'm just gonna hit that button and make oh, it that's legitimately how it happened for witwicks uh it was <laughs> uh it was man you have been here for a really fucking long time i hung out with you at agq a little bit and my channel's kind of blowing up right now so i need another mod where the fuck are he literally said frozen where the fuck are you i need you to spam a little bit so i can mod you His exact <laughs> hey that works yeah and Curb, how about you? So I guess I got on the Twitch scene from my freshman college roommate. 
uh he was really big into league of legends and everything and uh i guess i kind of found twitch as a gaming website from him uh and uh him talking about it but i'm not big into esports so um early 2013 uh I guess I found the speedrunning community and that was kind of where my niche was. Uh, it's where it's always been really. I used to watch uh, Almo pretty much exclusively. Um, I did a lot of lurking for my first year, year and a half on Twitch. Never really talked uh, in a lot of places until uh, late June of 2014. Uh, I started uh, hanging around Jeff's stream more, talking there. And then uh, I got more involved in the community and people he knew and the Wobblers and everything from that. And I got Mod and Jeff's stream uh, in October of 2014. And uh, it's kind of been a similar thing to Frozen from then. Um, like, obviously, I, I ended up getting Mod in Rachel, Jeff's girl chat because you know there's a lot of crossover between their chat and I was there a lot and everything but uh you know as I went to like SGDQ 2015 and then this past AGDQ like I've gotten more involved in the community at large and more people kind of recognize me and everything and I don't want to say that I've become like a notable name or anything but like certain people know who I am and they know that like I've, I'm a reliable chatter for other people. And so, you know, I get mod in places, uh, either because I'm friends with them or because they know that they can count on me or something like that. Yeah, I've seen you be reliable in a, in one place that they respect and then it kind of spirals from there. They'll give yeah, you exactly. A mod or like, they'll just trust you a little bit more, view you in a higher regard, and then eventually you might get a mod or whatever. Right. Like uh, a little about a month ago, I guess I got mod in raise fires chat because I was in there and someone started spamming the tits of me Mario uh, copy pasta. And I guess like most oh, of his other mods were either like AFK or not looking or anything. And he needed someone to take care of it. So he's like, oh, OK, well, I mean, I trust curb. I know that he mods for a bunch of other channels. So I'm just going to go ahead and mod curb. I've so. said this so many times before, but I love that copy pasta. <laughs> of course so you do, because you're a dirty memer. And <laughs> it pains me every single time I see it, because that means I have to time it out. And it's just very upsetting to me. There's that little bit inside of you that dies just because it you're really like, I, I want this to be loved, and it has to go <laughs> away now. I'll go into it at a later point in this, but yeah. it's important to remember that uh, typically mods are, we they still want to have fun. Oh yeah, they, they're I, still people. I still fucking love spamming. <laughs> <laughs> I think we all do. We'll, we'll continue on with that later on. When it's appropriate to do it and yeah. when yeah. it's not. And like what is appropriate to spam my, and what isn't. My number one rule as a mod is know when to stop. Yeah. Not just as a mod, but as a chatter in general, but like when trying to lead a chat. But we'll, well you can go into that. Yeah, later. we'll, we'll, we'll like catch up on that. Introduce yourself. Exactly. And Mint, how about yourself? 
Um, I, my, I made my Twitch account, at least, in early 2013. I have no idea why I made it. <laughs> but um, when it, around, like, the maybe, like, a couple days or a week into the very first uh, playthrough of Twitch Plays Pokemon, someone showed me that. And I was like, oh, I have an account on this website. And so I started watching that because I thought it was cool. And from that, uh, I somehow found other streamers. I, like, followed some other streamers from, like, YouTubers that had moved to Twitch and Mm -hmm. then, like, showed me other channels. And so one night at, like, 4 a.m. or something... I couldn't fall asleep, and so I like checked my following list, and to and I had like maybe ten people there, so not many people were online, but someone was online, and that was Jeff, <laughs> and so uh, <laughs> that um, me going there at that random time is basically what made me stick around because I decided it was a cool stream and a cool place and lots of cool people, and. Uh, I decided to go back and watch for weeks and now years. And after a couple weeks, he modded me because I was constantly there. And also he needed mods. And from Jeff, it just kind of like spiraled out of control. (laughs) (laughs) It has a tendency uh, to do that with Jeff. Yeah. (laughs) And like uh, from like people that were frequently in the chat, I found streams and from raids, I found other streams and just general networking. And now here I am. Being all awesome. <laughs> like a little origin story. <laughs> <laughs> well, and, and that's she a superhero. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I am Mint is a superhero in my mind. Mint oh, yeah, is super mod. <laughs> so she's I, ruthless. She, can. she really is. Well, and I, I think that's, it sounds like a, a common thing from all of us. Um, and for me, I got started in Twitch from watching StarCraft streams, StarCraft tournaments, and then from watching uh, Rooster Teeth Ray at the time, now known as Brown Man, um, and the raid that he did uh, for FiFi. And that's where I really got active as well. And I was like, this is a community that I can latch onto and that I can actually feel comfortable participating in. Um, and I think that that's kind of the common thread that I'm hearing for all of us is they were communities that we felt that we could be active in and that we wanted to be a part of and we wanted to participate in. And because we were, or we all have been, uh, pretty active voices and active people, that's where the, uh, the channel gets to know you and not just, I would say the streamer, but also the other chatters. And at certain times, you're just like, yeah, that makes sense that this person is a mod. So, go ahead. So, uh, the the thing I want to say about becoming a mod, I guess, to jump right into one of the questions and yeah, definitely. Know, lead off of what you're saying. Um, never go into a channel saying, you know, I want to be a mod here. Right. Um, it's just, you want to be active because you like the community and the streamer. Um you and by being active you hopefully are a good chatter um again uh see my t- number one tenant of knowing when to stop 
spamming is okay. Talking a lot is okay and things of that nature. I mean, just know when enough is enough. If someone tells you to stop, stop. And that will eventually lead to people seeing you as a good chatter. And being a good chatter and being active in their chat will theoretically lead to mod as long as they need a mod. Yeah, and I think that's the other part that you have to realize going into these things is that you have to be respectful to the channel and you have to be respectful to the streamer and making sure that you're not going overboard with anything. Even as a moderator, you still have to keep that in mind is you have this little icon next to your name, which means that you can spam, but it doesn't mean that you always should. You have to know when is good and when isn't. Absolutely. I mean, knowing when to spam is key to being a mod, how to get global in Spingy's <laughs> chat. I mean, like, it's just like, a, that is that is the crux of being a mod, really. Um, because, and I, I, I mean that as a joke, while not, because being able to spam is kind of like the exact opposite end of timing somebody out in terms of how people view you. Yeah, so I'd agree. If you're timing somebody out, people are going to, you know, view it negatively, no matter really what it is, unless if it's like a bot or ASCII. Even ASCII, some people view it negatively, depending on the chat. But uh, if you're spamming, people love you. Um, a while ago, I spammed in Witwix's chat, and people were like, oh my god, I'm mod that spams. You're awesome. <laughs> and. I mean, that's just how it is. They see you as one of them, not uh, a higher power of sworddom. I don't know. Yeah, you're not just somebody who has a sword and is enforcing rules. You're somebody who's a person and is joking around and having fun, which I think we all should be in the end. Uh, Twitch is, I'm a big advocate of people realizing that Twitch is a fun platform. If you're not having fun, don't do it. Uh, there was a time when uh, moderation felt like a second job to me. I mean, I work a nine to five and then I came home and I would moderate channels. And sometimes I didn't feel like being there, but I was still there because I felt an obligation. And that's when things start to lose uh, fun. So don't do that. Always have fun. <laughs> Always if have fun. fun. Don't fucking do it. So to go along with that, I, I think you kind of did go into that first question that I wanted to kind of talk about. We see a lot the question of how do I become a mod in terms of Curb and Mint, what do you guys think are things that you can actually recommend to people? Because the knee-jerk reaction and the knee-jerk answer that I I always see people put in is, well, don't ask to be a mod, which makes sense. But is there anything that you would actually suggest to people besides just be a part of the community? Well, there's... The whole don't ask to be a mod thing isn't just because, like, asking to be mod is rude, per se, but it shows kind of a non-commitment to understanding the fundamentals of the chat and how the chat works if you think that you can just go somewhere and, like, ask for something and receive it. Like, you need to be knowledgeable of how a chat works um, not just a specific chat, but chats in general and everything. Um, and you also need to be accountable. 
like I I see a bunch of people in every chat that I mod in that are good chatters, but they're not mods because they don't need to be mods, uh, partially because you don't need a chat that's made up of 66% mods or whatever. Um, but also just because, you know, maybe someone's a little bit of a better chatter than they are because they're more accountable, they're a able to be around more often, or they're better at putting good topics into chat, or they don't come in and, you know, start arguments, or they don't participate in arguments. Like a streamer needs to be able to see you in a positive light in all regards for them to think of you as a good person for like mod candidate, uh, at least in my opinion. Like you wouldn't want to mod someone just because, you know, they are around all the time, but they get in an argument with like the same five people every stream. They're not a person you want. Like you want to have, I guess, representing your chat room as a moderator. And moderators do kind of do that. They mo they represent like who is doing a good job at participating in the chat, which kind of sets an example for everyone else in the chat. Yeah, I agree with that. Mint, what about you? I like the accountability thing is really big because there are some people in chats that have been there longer than I have, but there's a reason that they're not a mod. And that's not a bad thing. It doesn't mean they're a bad chatter. It doesn't mean you're a bad person or anything. It just means it's not the right fit for you and that's fine but to be a mod uh you need to like be able to like pull yourself back if you start taking things too far and stuff starts to get personal because nobody wants to go into a chat and see fights happening or someone getting mad and as a mod it's kind of your job to calm that stuff down and if you're the one instigating it then what do you do and I think that's a, a good point as well. How do you separate yourself from sometimes being you the person and being you as a moderator? Do you guys feel that there is that kind of separation sometimes? Or do you try to, I mean, I know I try to keep it as close to the same, but there's definitely times where I'm like, okay, I have to separate myself from this a little bit and make sure that I'm not going too far with things and making sure that I'm representing both myself well and the channel well. I think that comes into play mostly when things are kind of getting out of hand in a chat because I feel like I'm myself, you know, probably like 95 plus percent of the time that I'm in a chat as a moderator or anything. Like I'm capable of cracking jokes and like talking to anybody, even like if they're friends or if they're just kind of acquaintances that I know because we're in the same chat a lot or whatever. But I think the difference between being you as the person and being you as the moderator kind of has to come into play at some point. Like if, if someone comes into chat and, you know, chat gets all rowdy over a topic or whatever, even if people are your friends who are talking about this, if you know that it's not good for the channel and not good for the chat for this conversation to be going on, then you as the moderator has to step forward and do something about it. And 
that's not always consistent with what you as a person wants to do because you probably don't want to give a friend a 10 minute timeout for antagonizing a topic or something. But if you feel like you should or you have to because it's what's better for the chat and as a moderator for this streamer and this channel and everything that you should do the streamer a favor by handling that, then you need to handle it. Curb, I would love to give you a 10-minute timeout for pretty much anything. <laughs> I know you would. And that's <laughs> why I'm throw that out grateful there. for the, the, the number of chats that you can ban me in is uh, growing smaller. <laughs> yeah, it's true. <laughs> <laughs> um, go ahead. No, no, please. Oh, I, I lost what I was going to say instantly. Oh, so. well, that you, train of thought left you at the station. Yeah, it really did. It's because you're dumb. Oh. Well, that that escalated fast. (laughs) That just went downhill real quick. (laughs) I Uh, swear we're friends. We really are. We're totally friends. You've you've met my parents. Like And I've met oh my dog. You've you've met my dog too. Like the three three of the biggest things in my life my my parents and my dog tank really is one of the biggest things in your life oh my god do not (laughs) call my dog on a podcast i will end you (laughs) that just happened (laughs) i will read this voice call swords and shit so swords and pokey things so let's let's ask let's go into this so we're all moderators in in different channels there are multiple channels that we moderate in and each channel is unique in its own community and its own way of doing things um how is it for you guys in terms of switching your mindset between those channels like for instance a great example, I think, would be going from being a moderator for FiFi and then going to moderate for Witwix. They're yeah. very, very different streams and very, very different communities. How do you? How hard is that? Because I know it's difficult for me. So uh, I guess I can speak to that because the variety of channels that I mod for are—it's <laughs> kind of insane. Um, and even comparing like Fi-Fi and Jeff, for example, kind yep. of similar, um, but different jokes are allowed. And you mm-hmm. that's the reason why moderation, I guess, shouldn't be taken lightly. Because what is allowed in one chat isn't necessarily allowed in another. But the core crux of being a mod can remain the same. Some things are universally never allowed unless it's specifically said by the streamer in almost all cases racism um sexism ascii you can always time those out so for example in witwix's chat those are the things that we target uh specifically spam ascii racism shittery um but the idea of timing things out in fifi's chat is a lot you time out a lot more anything that is kind of negative you try to keep away from that and you tell them to stop um and it's it's kind of you just have to separate yourself and realize okay here are the core twitch rules and 
after being around Witwix's chat enough, uh, you realize, all right, well, these are his rules. Then there's Jeff's rules. It's kind of like um, knowing rules at home and rule. I don't know. I'm lost on my analogy. Well, no, I, I mean, it, it makes sense what you're going for, going for there. It's making appropriate decisions depending on the audience that you're in and depending on the social norms of that group. Yeah. Now, there are societal norms, which I guess we could go with. Those are kind of the base Twitch rules that you're talking about. But then there are more specific ones for each channel. And that's, I think, part of the trick is making sure that you are very aware of which each one is, because it can be very difficult. Yeah, that's why you need to be around the channel for a while before you get a mod sword, because otherwise you're going to be timing out. If I was around Witwix's chat for a month and then got a sword, but I had been around Five Fives for a year before that, um, I would... In my mind, if I didn't realize the separation, then theoretically I might just start timing things out that I would normally time out in Five Fives chat in Whitwick's chat. And that's timing out far too much. For Whitwick's, but for Five Fives, it's the norm. But yeah, for Five exactly. Fives, it's normal. So it's just know your audience. Yeah, that's a big part of it as well. Um, going to something that curb talked about a little bit before um where as moderators you are kind of a very visible face of the the community and of the chat um how do you guys feel about being that kind of ambassador almost to to the rest of twitch and people that are coming in particularly for some of those bigger streamers i guess i would say that it largely depends on the community, how you're actually viewed. Um, like if you're, if you've been around the community for a while and you're a well-known, well-respected chatter and everything, and you receive mod or you are a mod when these people join the community and everything, then it doesn't change much about how they view you. Like they don't suddenly fear you or revere you just because, you know, you've got a mod sword now. Mm -hmm. But, I mean, it is notable in some cases, uh, especially, like, with people who are new to channels, because as moderators, if you're around for a while, you get to know who's a regular and, you know, who's either pretty new or doesn't come around to the channel too often or whatnot. And you notice that a lot of the time, um, it's the people who are new to the channel who get kind of like scared of mods or like when a lot of mods talk and there's a bit of a mod wall or something um, like those are typically the people to point it out unless it's getting pointed out kind of as a joke right. by like the, the other members of chat uh, because it's, it's actually really easy to know when someone's saying, Oh, there's a mod wall as a joke and Oh, there's a mod wall as a, I'm kind of scared of this situation. Um, and I don't know if I would really call it being an ambassador because it's not like you're the bridge between a streamer and the chat because that bridge doesn't actually exist because the streamer interacts with the chat itself. Like it doesn't interact. They don't interact with chats 
through moderators or That's anything. That's More that the mods kind of make sure that chat is keeping to a general rule set that makes it enjoyable for the streamer to interact with that chat. Yeah, I can definitely agree with that. It was interesting. I had a conversation with uh, Javeth, Dead Fox, and Avalon Star a while ago. Uh, this is right after Avalon had done his talk about branding on Twitch and particularly being a streamer and handling your brand and making sure that you had a brand that you could be proud of. Um, and one of the conversations we had was talking about how moderators help keep that brand in line or help keep chat in line with what you want your brand to be. So I think that was more where I was going with in terms of like being an ambassador for it. Um, but I can definitely agree with what you're saying. I think the chat is going to be a reflection of the streamer themselves. And you're just there to help make sure that things kind of stay where the, the streamer really wants to, because they can't do everything themselves. Right. And as far as being an ambassador in terms of kind of keeping branding and everything in line, I feel like that's something that really differs by channel because some people don't have a lot of that sort of, you know, my stream is this, so we have to make sure that it's consistently this. But mm. some some channels do. Like FiFi's channel is family friendly. So, you know, I swear a lot in other channels and everything. But <laughs> really? I hadn't I noticed. Notably... Okay. You don't know how many All times right. I got uh, yelled at in Five Eyes chat for swearing for... It was a solid, like, probably a year after I got mod. <laughs> like, I, I just... I would go in there and I would just be like, fucking bitch. <laughs> like, Way to go, Frozen. You're part of the problem, Frozen. <laughs> and, and Five I would be like, Frozen! <laughs> <laughs> and, um, there you go. And I was like, my bad. And then I just like tone it down for a while and then go back in and forget. And that's part of, again, knowing your audience and realizing, oh, I need to separate, you know, the idea of me as a sailor and me as Fi Fi friendly. <laughs> me as a sailor. <laughs> right. But even, even so, I, I don't think that that's really a differentiation between like you as a person and you as a moderator because like i can do that in real life as well like oh I yeah swear if i was visiting like a nursing home or something i would probably yeah. be a lot more respectful so it's not necessarily like having to be a different person as a mod no. for different people so much as you know a filter that you're putting into on. account the exactly. situation mint have you had uh any real experiences with having to have those kind of big, like, okay, I have this channel that I have this sort of mentality with. And then I have this channel that I have a different way that I have to approach things. Have you experienced that for yourself as well? Well, I have, but like, to me, it's not too difficult for me to switch into the mindsets of different channels because when I think of the channel, I like in like my little, mind picture or whatever like <laughs> your mind palace like, yeah. <laughs> like when i think of them these things pop up like the chat is like one of them and so like 
when I go because um, I'm like, for example, I'm a mod for Rachel and I'm a mod for Clint Stevens. If I go to to <laughs> if I go to Clint's chat, I'm definitely not expecting anything similar to Rachel's chat. And if I go to Rachel's, I'm not expecting Clint's chat. I'm they're totally different things, and I enjoy them both. They're very different. <laughs> what is it that? My, go ahead. Sorry. No, that I I was basically done. Oh, okay, uh, I was gonna <laughs> I was gonna say what is it that you think is about those channels and how they're different that you found really enjoyable? Like, what was it that drew you to those channels to be ones that you're like when the person said, "Hey, would you want to moderate for the channel?" or Maybe they didn't. Maybe they just clicked the button and all of a sudden a sword appeared. Um, what was it about those channels or for any of you, what was it about the channels that you became active in that you really kind of gravitated towards? Quick story about uh, randomly getting a mod. Uh, I <laughs> went into Clint Stevens' <laughs> chat at one point. Uh, I had been relatively active, but I uh, went in there one day and I was like, oh, I have a sword. And apparently, Naspimi99, he asked Clint, why did you mod Frozen? And Clint goes, it's for the ring pop snaps. Oh, there you go. <laughs> and for everybody who doesn't know, which is the vast majority of everybody who would be listening to this, um, uh, I used to, and sometimes still do, every day at 4.45, I miss them. Friday, I would uh, send a picture of me having a ring pop and i would send them to clint stevens and for a while i thought that was the reason i got mod and i was really excited and then vesper <laughs> apparently he decided to fucking ruin it for me and <laughs> at agdq told me that uh clint modded me because he was looking for decent mods and vest recommended me which goes into what we were saying about it kind of spirals you get known as a decent mod and a good person and you get mods somewhere i don't think i have ever been asked to be a moderator <laughs> like i've just been made mod yeah, everywhere that's, even that's... even with jeff like jeff I was think... where i got my very first mod and i just came into his chat at the start of his stream one day and i had a sword and i was like oh the, um, the uh, only person right. who ever asked me to be a mod i think was uh nas again he he messaged oh actually Chris will ask me as well. Uh, they basically said, hey, listen, I know that you're modding a bunch of places. Would you mind being a mod for base if you're around enough? You know, could help out. I'm like, why not? Nas modded me during the next level ma uh, marathon because it was his turn to take his shift from Vess. And he was still in host mode when he went live. And I went into oh, his yeah. chat and said, you're still in host mode, dumbass. And he <laughs> modded me for it. That sounds about right. I, I was asked to be a mod by FiFi and by number one Alex. Everyone else has just clicked the button. Yeah. I think that's more typical because you kind of get a sense of, uh, you know, will they mod and are they a good mod? Yeah, uh, and by modding somebody, you're not you're not promoting them or anything of that nature. You're just saying, "Hey, listen, you promote a good chat." You're, although that just contradicted what I said. It really <laughs> did. I, Most I, of I, the time, though, it's it's not like a spontaneous decision. Yeah. Like sometimes it can be if you're well known in the community and everything. Like 
if you're a well-known name and if someone needs a mod then sure they could spontaneously mod you but like i've from being in like jeff and rachel's mod chats for the last year and a half or so like when they talk about adding new mods it's something that gets discussed like between the other moderators and it's something that we bring up names of certain people who have been good chatters and talk about you know would they make a good mod and everything so it's not like the streamer just you know click the button because they randomly had the urge to like there was thought behind it more than likely in a lot of chats that's not uh, at least the ones i mod in uh that's not really that common to have everybody discuss it usually it's uh just kind of the streamer who does it from my experience um if but like for example with witwix's chat sometimes we'll suggest mods um and then sometimes they'll just add them but it's rare jeff's case is pretty rare and i think also rachel does it um where we discuss it in a mod chat do you guys prefer it one way or the other do you like having a say in that or do you just say hey this is your channel you make the decision that you want to make solve that man <laughs> it doesn't really matter i think the the main point behind like asking mods their opinion on it is to get i guess a perception of who they think would be a good mod because like if the streamer thinks that obviously the streamer is capable of picking out like mods for their channel themselves and everything especially because they're the final arbiter of their rule set and everything like what the streamer says goes all the time definitely um so like streamers are definitely capable of doing it themselves but i think when it gets brought as kind of like a mod community question it's more of a who have you noticed that is I, you know doing well i like it because the reason i lean towards a community mod decision is because it allows people to voice concerns and that's the big one for me it's pretty easy for me to see who good chatters are if they're a majority good but then they have a couple of moments where it's really they wouldn't make a good mod sometimes i might not remember that or it's like one person might remember it the other person doesn't the streamer might remember it they might not and it allows those parts to get brought to the forefront um and that's happened a number of times as well where uh somebody's been considered a decent mod and then we'll be like no actually not because of this but maybe we could discuss it gotcha. yeah and it's it's kind of the thing where like you have to be accountable in all regards as i said earlier like you can be a good member of the community and you know a decent chatter and all around kind of a good person but you can still have your flaws like if you're extremely confrontational in a chat even if you know you have the good parts and people see those good parts and you might be considered for like a, a modding position because people think oh you know this person is around a lot and you know they're nice whenever they're not arguing but the the crutch to that is you know they're arguing sometimes and if you're confrontational then they're not a person that you would want to mod and i agree with frozen in that like the the community decision 
thing definitely gets a chance to be to have all aspects of it brought up uh, and kind of put on display. I think you get um, a better sense of who your mods are if all the mods are kind of forced to talk about and agree on what makes a good mod and what makes someone not a good mod. I can agree with that. Um, I had a question that my brain had. It was like, oh yeah, this is a good one. I should go with that. And then all of a sudden my brain shut down. I remember it now. I'm happy about this. Um, the three of you have, in for various streamers, um, kind of become what I would consider, at least from an outside perspective, um, someone who's very close and someone that the streamer can really rely on um, and become a really good friend of. Um, in, in my mind, I've seen that a lot. Like, for example, with Curb and Jeff, you guys have become really, really good friends uh, since you've been a part of his community. Um, and Mint, you and Rachel have become very close and obviously you invest. Um, <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> Dude, I know. Dating I I know. I, I just believe Mint got I, modern Jespers. Guys, I didn't it, like nine months before that. I I didn't want to break the news here, but yes, it's true. Um, what has that been like for you? Like going from being just a, a for lack of a better phrase, a community member to having someone that you really are a close friend with and. You know, you're somebody that you rely a lot on in terms of being a, a a person that you can go to with stuff. So for me, I'd like to start with uh, saying that I think that that's uh, crucial uh, to become friends with the streamer at a certain point. Um, more than just a mod for uh, various reasons, uh, at least from my perspective on being a moderator because I am I like smaller streams I like that personal touch and being able to know people and the streamer and once you get to a bigger level uh, across the board you'll you start to lose that and if I lose that connection with the streamer then I will stop wanting to be around and being friends with them will allow me to continue to uh, want to still be around um, so I think that becoming friends with them is incredibly important and to remain friends with them. Yeah, uh, I agree. Like, I think that friendship is like by far a better first step to finding a good mod than just picking a like good chatter, I guess, nice. because I like, I was talking with Jeff outside of stream, um, like on Skype and Twitter and things before he modded me. And I think that was what kind of made him capable of seeing that I could be, um, you know, a good influence on chat community and everything. And like, personally, I would find myself pretty easy to talk to, um, so I guess if you're easy for someone to talk to and that person is a streamer, then they want you to be promoting their chat in the sense that they want you to be around 
and they want to be able to talk to you both on and off stream because if they're struggling to find something to to talk about on stream maybe because you know they've had a difficult day or nothing's really on their mind except the game they want to play or whatever then having friends in chat who are kind of leading the chat activity uh in terms of being a moderator and everything is a good first step to being able to properly communicate with your chat even when you're not feeling on the top of your game as a streamer, I think. All right, completely side question here, and then we'll go back to this. Is there a question or something that you'll pose to chat if they're going off the rails and they're going into a topic that they they really shouldn't be gone into? Do you have a favorite like topic to like, hey, chat, what's your favorite kind of pie? Food. <laughs> Food, 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 food. That is my yeah. number one strategy, and I remember I got it from um, Professor Broman. Yeah, I got and, it. Uh, I got it from Broman's chat too. It, at uh, AGDQ, we were we got onto some weird topic. I don't remember, um, but it eventually spiraled into what do you do when chat gets out of hand? And he's like, I talk, a, I, I ask a question and get them distracted. It's like that's freaking brilliant. People are like confusingly vicious about what their favorite ice cream flavor is. Yes. What their favorite cookie is. Girl Scout cookie. I not Girl ask Scout about cookie. cakes. Girl Scout cookie. Because people, if I mention red velvet cake, people are like, oh, that's just a different color chocolate cake. I'm, I'm very passionate. That's, I love red velvet. Red so, velvet so is amazing. I can't bring that up anymore. I've, I've done that in chats that I've seen you in, but I see it's distracting <laughs> because so I'll, like, I'll ask about red velvet because I know that it'll get you off topic. It and, works. Uh, then chat will get I'm distracted by that. Or dogs. If Kurt's like, in uh, chat. Exactly. Yeah. No, I, I actually will play to the people that I know to get them driven about something. And then chat will also get distracted by that. I distract I myself. Mint is really, really help. good at kind of turning. Turning a chat around because she Absolutely. can say something and just like get. A I don't even do it on purpose. I just my tr- my brain when I think of something, it like I like have a subject and then in my brain there's like a little conversation with myself and so it skips over like four subjects and somehow I get to something else <laughs> and so it's basically something totally unrelated. It's like that uh, scene in Pinky and the Brain where you actually see what's going on in Pinky's head and how he gets from what Brain said to what comes out of his mouth. It's really <laughs> somehow Brain morphs. I know that. That's a compliment. Well, no, no, no. I, I mean, it, <laughs> it's just... <laughs> no, it's not necessarily meant to it's be good or bad. Insult, yeah, but it's not a compliment. <laughs> well, no, but it's just like that. That, that was like the, the the image that came to my mind when you said there's like I had like four steps that happened in my brain before what came out of my mouth, and that makes total sense. <laughs> I love it. Um, so I don't know where I was going with this now. My brain, <laughs> my brain has shut down again. Uh, but yeah, food. Food is food. Uh, yes, food is like That's, the number one distractor. People, people are, are always so, hungry on the internet. They're yeah. always angry about their opinions on it's it. amazing <laughs> how much like Girl Scout cookies. Oh my god, the passion that people have. I've said, and it's only like half true because I don't like the Thin Mints in Texas, but I like them in New Jersey. <gasps> where, um, 
So you can't exactly see, but that. I'm clutching my box of Thin Mints right now. Exactly. I, I had Thin Mints exactly on my desk. what I'm talking about. And I said, I, I, I have a box from last year in my closet, uh, cupboard, whatever the fuck it is. Um, and I don't touch them because I don't like them. And I say this in chat. And I, I leave out the fact that I still like the ones from New Jersey. Um, of course, I just of course. Say, I don't like Thin Mints. Chat will go off for the next 10 minutes about it's how so I am Satan. <laughs> well, um, they're not wrong. Yeah, exactly. This is, uh, yeah, <laughs> that's regardless of not liking Thin Mints, though. Yeah. Um, but <clears throat> it's amazing how distracted people will get by things that they're weirdly passionate about. Have you felt that any of you, have you felt that you've had to or have felt that you've changed over time from being a moderator or being somebody that the streamer is relying on? What you laughing at? That, that more may have at been a pointed that... question. <laughs> yeah. Uh, there's, there's a two-part question. Two-point, uh, two-part answer to that. Um, one, I pretty much have stopped um moderating as a whole uh actively going into chats to moderate i go into chats to view them and then moderate whereas i used to uh go um, and visit a chat with the intention to moderate exactly um but i kind of stopped doing that for various reasons but um in terms of uh the other part where uh reiterate the question again i just want to um the the idea was like do you feel that there was anything that changed with you when you started to moderate for a channel that because you felt like you're being relied on or that you felt like you had mentioned earlier that you felt kind of a responsibility at times to be there as opposed to just going to have fun okay so uh in the beginning uh i'll i'll be specific because whatever um cloaked yoshi tushi um, I went around there January 2014. Yeah, 2014. Um, and I was very, very active. Came around pretty much every night. I uh, was unemployed at the time. Um, and, uh, got mod in mid to late February. Uh, a lot of his mods had disappeared at the time and I became a mod. And, uh, <clears throat> we talked a decent amount, um, and eventually grew to be friends. And uh, as I said, that's an important part of being a mod, in my opinion. Definitely, I agree. Uh, and uh, long story short, uh, about a year or so after, a year and a half-ish after that, um, we just weren't as good of friends. And that kind of... Uh, stopped me from going around his channel as much um, and stopped me from wanting to moderate. Um, so there were different points within there. Uh, one was when he started to play Minecraft. Uh, I'm not a fan of Minecraft. I'm not a fan of the community. Um, and I, I didn't really enjoy any of that. But I still went around because I wanted to moderate and I wanted to help out because he was my friend. Uh, and that's when it started to kind of feel like a job, uh, Twitch became a second job for me. I would come home and I would moderate 
a chat I didn't want to be in. Um, and eventually, uh, I kind of just said, fuck it and stopped coming around because I didn't want to be there. I wasn't having fun with Twitch and I lost the joy that I was getting out of Twitch when I first started. Um, and then, uh, after that point, we stopped really being friends. Um, and I just kind of stopped going around. Yeah, like you mentioned earlier that Twitch is a website for having fun, yes. uh, primarily. Like, that's the, the big goal, the big thing that you want to get out of your experience on the website and everything. And there's a there can come to be a point where, the, like, you've got, you know, the stream in front of you and the chat, you know, a little bit on your right or whatever. And there can come a point when you're noticing that you're watching chat more than you're watching the stream. Yes. And if you're not watching the stream, like either because you're not enjoying the content that that person is putting out at that exact time because they're not playing a game that you like, or because you just, you feel like it's a second job, then you know that you need to turn down your involvement in, in what you're doing because it's not being beneficial to you anymore yeah it's uh twitch isn't a job it can be but for a moderator uh, 99.999 of the time it's not um and you need to realize that uh you're helping out and also i think streamers need to realize at times that moderators are still volunteers Yes, they want exactly. to help out, but uh, there's no obligation. There's no obligation. Don't expect them to be there. Don't expect them to do this. Don't expect anything. Make sure that you know what your expectations are for everybody. Especially because like, you can't be everywhere at once. Like When you start being mod in, you know, 5, 10, 15 upwards places, like more than likely, probably, you know, four or five, if not more of those channels are going to be live at the same time. And you can't bring it on yourself to be in all of those channels all oh. the time. Like, yes, you can uh, use like an IRC client to like lurk in the channels all the time and everything, but you can't be watching those chats and you can't be interacting with that community all the time. And I guess the point of that is, is you can't beat yourself up over not being able to be there 100% of the time because it's not, it's a volunteer service, basically exactly what frozen said. Yeah. And I think that that's, I honestly think that if you ever go to a chat that you don't enjoy because of, uh having a mod sword you're doing twitch wrong end of story i don't care i I understand that there's you know everybody does things differently i don't believe you are doing twitch correctly because this is something for fun don't do things you don't enjoy if there was one thing that you could kind of have as your mantra for being a mod um, in terms of how you approach it, your mentality, anything like that, um, what would you say would be kind of the, the one thing that each of you would have to kind of wrap up for 
for this episode? No one to stop. All right. I was talking about before. Definitely no one to stop. Curb, how about you? Um, gosh, uh, I guess I would say know the difference between when you need to be the good cop and when you need to be the bad cop. And that takes some time getting used to, but like sometimes streamers need their mods to be hard asses on chat. And even if they're your friends, then you're going to have to be the hard ass. And that's unfortunate, but when you're in the situation of having that sort of responsibility, you need to be able to to play both roles. And Mint, anything from you? Uh, I guess I get it's it's kind of like quote unquote lame, but like have fun, I guess. Because if you're not having fun, then what are you doing? And if you're having fun, that might rub on chat, and then everyone has fun. Fun is good. Yay, fun. <laughs> uh, I mean, that was the, gonna be mine. So yeah, yeah. I'm oh, with you. No, I'm with you. No, it's because it's true. Have fun with it. That's the whole point. You're still, you were still regular at one point, not just a mod. And you, if you continue being a regular, that means you're still having fun. I and agree. Well, mint curb frozen. Thank you guys for being here and being a part of this. This was a lot of fun. And I was really glad that I got to uh, sit down with the three of you because I think you all have really unique perspectives and are awesome people. So thank you so much for that. Thanks for having us. Yeah, no problem. And with that, uh, I guess that will be it for the week. Uh, Enjoy your weekends, everyone. And we'll be back next week with our regular podcast. Probably. Maybe. Eh, We'll find out.